Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. Laban never changed. I imagine he died a dishonest man. I'm not sure. I've never seen Rebecca repenting for lying in there either. They came from an, a family that lacked integrity. Isn't it amazing how you bring all, that's why, who was Elvis Jakes, he said, when you marry somebody, go look at their family because you're marrying all of them. <laughs> I get it now that I'm old enough, I understand. You married them all. You married them all. You married Uncle Fred and all that, as he said. You know. Anyway, we all know what uh, Abraham and Sarah uh, and Hagar, backward Feed, a backfeed produced Ishmael. When the, when the protocol went backwards, it produced a permanent problem. You notice they're not temporal problems when they go backwards? My God, that ought to scare us. When there's a backfeed like that, the problem seems to be permanent on the earth. You know, you're forgiven, but the results are there. That ought to make you sober about your decisions. You can't just say anything. You can't just do anything because sometimes the stakes are a lot higher than you realize. I imagine if Sarah knew that there was going to be a war to this day, those two brothers will not get along and his hand would be against every man, she might have said, leave Hagar alone. I'm sorry, that was a bad idea. Now see, when we disobey, we don't, sometimes we don't perceive the consequences that are out in our future. So the best thing to do is obey protocol so you know you're not going to have anything in your future like that. Boy, you're in serious now. This is a good nugget. If you don't want to sow things into your future, don't let the serpent in Stay stuck until you change enough to get out. That don't sound good, but that's the truth. You know them things you can't get out of sometimes? Don't make a change just to make a change. You might end up with an Ishmael. Make a change by faith gradually and walk out of that by changing who you are. The God will change who you are. And I believe in miracles and I believe in instantaneous things. I'm a faith preacher. I believe in divine healing. So don't take it like I'm telling you. I'm talking about character issues. I'm not talking about God's miracle power. They're separate. Your char our character certainly doesn't match his power. You know? So anyway, your life is played out by your decisions. You make your decision and your decisions make you. So now we're going to touch the workplace. Okay? That was the house. You have to, now, when, they, when you get a job, you got to ask yourself, why am I here? 
You're there for what they hired you to do. That's what you're there for. I don't know what you think you're there for, but in their eyes, God might have put you there, but in their eyes, they hired you to put that widget with that widget and bolt them together, and that's your job. So in their perception, uh, they didn't promise you they'd meet your emotional needs. They didn't promise you you'd have good friends. They didn't promise you that lunch would be good in in the cafeteria. They didn't promise you any of that. They promised you a check and an X amount of benefits for that particular job, and they expect you to do that. And if you expect anything else out of them, you're going to be offended. It's an agreement you made. It's a covenant. Now, you have different covenants, and they have different levels. Your your husband and wife covenant is not the same as the covenant at work. You know, you might have a mom and dad to take care of. You have a covenant there. See, you have all these things, and they all have different levels of priority, even though you have to be honest about all of them. You don't have to get your identity from your boss. You don't have to go to work. And if you start looking for an identity from your boss, more than likely you'll be offended and up in an affair or something. You'll be, if you're looking for everything in the wrong place, you end up with the wrong stuff. So you have to decide what people are in your life for. I think it's the greatest freedom you can have. If you, if you think, okay, Moses had to figure out that he went to Egypt to learn about how to manage things because when he went to be himself, Pharaoh wanted to kill him, so he couldn't have got any dad relationship out of that. But if you think your boss is supposed to treat you a certain way or you're, or you're, you're learning something and you try to make them your dad, you're going to have a lot of pain, unnecessary pain. If you try to have somebody fulfill you at work, you could end up in an affair. You have to decide what people are in your life for. I've said this to you before with young men. This is what I tell them. And, and I believe this, you know, in this position. I said, I'm not in your life to give you something. I'm in your life to teach you how to get something. So if you're looking for me to give you something, you've got a wrong perception. If I give it to you, you're not going to learn what I need you to learn so you can make a living and take care of yourself. That's not what I'm there for. Doesn't mean I won't give you money. Doesn't mean I won't give you something. But that's not my primary reason. My primary reason in, your, in a young man's life is to encourage him so he can do well and get a job and take care of his family. That makes, I tell you the truth, that makes me feel so good. When I see men, young men, begin to learn and position themselves and know how to take care of their wives and know how to provide for their kids and, and do it. Man, that, I feel like that's one of the most successful things you can get done. You've made them a provider, a protector, and a teacher of their family. Wonderful. You feel like you're making progress when you get to help people like that. But if I mess up that relationship and I try to make it something else, then they'll get, they'll get hurt, mixed up, try to make them my friend. I, you can be friends with them, but sometimes you've got to be a mentor to them a long time before they're a friend, unless they're older and, and know the difference. So you have to decide what people are in your life for. Your doctor, now if you, this sounds really bad, but if you go in there and you have something really bad wrong with you, he, he, all he can do is tell you he can't become your friend because you've got a problem. So the doctor is in your life for a different reason. If you have an unfulfilled anxiety, that doctor, he's just so mean, he don't care. No, he's done it for a living and he's had to give bad news every day of his life and he's wore out and he just can't get there no more because he learned he can't become your friend to treat you. It's not his fault, it's not your fault, nothing's wrong. How can he be friends with all them patients that maybe are terminally ill? It'd kill him. 
That's what would happen. He wouldn't be there. He'd be dead. So he had to have boundaries in the relationship so he can do a good job for you and give you the best he's got and not be emotionally tied to you. You see how you got to know why people are in your life and what the boundaries are for. Uh, you know, I think when you cross those wires, that's where all the trouble in life begins, unfulfilled expectation. And as you grow up, I know you guys know this that are our age. Now when you look back at your parents, you know they didn't have what you wanted out of them anyway. You're holding somebody captive and they don't even know what you're holding them captive for because they don't, still don't know what they didn't know. And they, they said they're sorry, but they're not sure what they're sorry for. Because they still don't know what they don't know. And you're wanting it and you're not going to get it and you're still mad. I'm, you know, that's like when you get a job, somebody gets you a job because you know somebody or a boss. Then they feel like you owe them a favor. I personally never liked them kind of jobs, never took none. I know you, I can get you on there. I said, no, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. I, that's not where my, my destiny is not going to come by your connection. My destiny is going to come from God. And I'm not saying I, that you couldn't tell me you would, but the point is I don't want to create an offensive situation where there's an unfulfilled obligation on my part that I'm ignorant of. I don't want the devil to use that against you. And I'd rather have the relationship than I would the job. Just my opinion. You know, rarely is everybody in agreement. Now, when you go to em employment, this you've got to understand this, there's, there's stockholders, right? Stockholders put in the money. The management manages the money. The management tells the employees what to do. They do what they're supposed to do. Everybody has boundaries. It's all in their contracts, right? And anytime you get more expectation out of that, well, you know, the stock's going to go up. Oh, there you go. You just committed a crime. You already go to jail. Insider trading. You've got to understand what people are in your life for. They're not in your life to give you insider information so you can make money on a stock trade. You, you, it sounds so simple, but do you realize your perception of each compartment matters that much in your relationships? What I'm teaching you this morning will keep you from being offended and trapped. He said, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. You've got to be wise so you don't get into obligations. I, I, I want to be a free man. I told you one time, guy said, uh, I'll give you a job, but I own you. I, said, I told him, I said, you'll never own me. I'm bought with the blood of Jesus. I'm already bought, man. You'll never own me. I said, I'll be the best employee you ever had, but you'll never own me. I said, I'll come earlier and I'll leave later and I'm, I'm just, I'm wired that way to stay till it's done. But you will not own me. I'm already purchased. Jesus paid for me. So I'm obligated to him. Amen. Uh, so everybody's agreed to certain boundaries. When they do, do it, the cracks open. See, if you, give, if you do something like that, you give the devil a crack. When you get offended, you give the devil a crack to get in there. Uh, you know, I, I was thinking about it. I, I help people with their finances, and I have good success for the most part. I really do. I, I'm, I'm what you call a, uh, I guess you could say, I help people arrange their financial obligations so they can get out of debt. Now, this I know, because I think everybody's different. I can help you get out of debt. I can help you manage your bills really, really well. But don't ask me to figure out where to invest your money when you get some. Because I don't know. So I stop right there. 
I know my boundary. I can help you get out of debt. You'll have money in the bank. You will not be broke. You'll have money in your savings account if you stayed with me long enough. You will not be a broke person. But if you want to know where to invest the money, I don't have any advice for you. <laughs> Just if you're my friend, I'll tell you what I do. But I won't tell you what to do because I'm not a financial advisor. I'm to help people get out of debt and have money in their checkbook. What they do with it, they're going to have to figure out on their own. See, you have, that's my, my relationship is to help people manage their resources, but my relationship doesn't include investing. Now, you see the difference? How you like that? Well, I, they told me to buy it. Well, they told me to buy it. It ain't worth nothing. I lost all the money. That won't work either, right? You see how boundaries matter. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. TV. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.